Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Colonna, holy new season. It is here. It's like it never went away. It almost didn't. You know, yeah, just it, briefly. <laughs> oh my God. Married at first sight, season 16. Season 16 in Nashville. Nashville, where all the stock music is fun country songs. And I'm already having a nice time with it. I was going to say, I'm actually, I'm looking forward to some some replays of the lyrics. And I know you're going to add a nice Arkansas twang to it. I'm just very excited. I mean, they opened the episode with, it was something like, uh, wish they could all be country girls. Ain't nothing better in the whole wide world. Or, and it was so <laughs> good. I'm looking forward oh. to basically, I do feel, as we've said before, that at this point, they're just trolling me with their stock songs. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. But boy, do I enjoy them. And boy, do they jump out at me real fast. Well, I'll tell you, it's a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> and I am I'm happy to have them and you to... Because to, I, I hear them, but I don't hear them until they come out of your sweet vocals. <laughs> <laughs> and they are sweet. Oh, Nashville, I feel like... I mean, just from the... Because we did the matchmaking special. Uh, if you guys didn't listen to that, that was... Um, last week's episode was part matchmaking special, part really fun stuff about 2023 wellness shit. And um, it was, uh, in my opinion, changed highly just since then on some people. Oh. I think there's some bad mm. eggs cooking in the kitchen. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, I mean, I I think we all know that one guy, we got to get, he needs to get out of there immediately. Well, yeah. now I'm saying that. We'll get yeah. to the names. I'm still not totally set up on the names yet, but we'll get there. We'll get to know them. Um, if you're, if you're new here, I uh, know that we do a full podcast every Thursday during this season of Married at First Sight. We also do off season, other stuff uh, on Thursdays. And then we head over to Patreon at the end and we do bonus content that's Patreon exclusive where we just talk more shit because we could talk shit about Married at First Sight until we die. And we probably will. And, mm-hmm. um, we have, and then on the Patreon, you also get Sunday episodes that are uh, just fun, ridiculous episodes. So join us there if you can. Um, and if not, we'll always see you here on Thursdays for your Married at First Sight during this season. We got Are You My Podcast on Instagram. We got Are You My Podcasters, the Facebook group, which is super fun. And we always have a thread on Wednesday nights for Married at First Sight too on there, which, uh, you know, people join in and comment. And it was already lit up tonight, I will just say. They always are, and it's super fun. And rate, review, and subscribe. Rate, review, and subscribe helps us out. Thank you. Yes, please and thank you. Throw us some five stars with your with your thumbs. Oh, Sarah. I mean, Okay, Kirsten and Shaquille, do we start with them? Because that's the yeah, first people they started. Yeah. yeah, we like to go by yeah. couples, and then, and then just by the end, we're just, who knows what we're talking about. But um, I really like- yeah. lack thereof. Yeah. yeah. I did like how Kirsten's uh, girlfriends and mom were all, were so dressed up for the camera and then shocked that there were cameras. Oh, yes. Yes. For like, wait, what? What? Yeah. I mean, good on them, though, for, for going through with it with the Oscar nod 
performances of shock. It was really, I almost was like, wait a second, what did she tell them? Yeah, because the only one that actually did seem genuinely shocked was it, um, whose friends was it? The one that she actually didn't tell them because she. Oh, Nicole. I think, yeah, that the girl Nicole from Queens. Okay, yeah, she's the one that didn't tell them and her friends actually did seem kind of shocked. He kind of looked around like it was a prank or something. So I thought, okay, that's one person that actually just didn't, she did, she said on after party, she didn't want to tell her friends that she was even in the process in case they didn't find her a match because it's almost like a breakup. Listen, I'm going to say something. (laughs) I'm going to, I mean, I don't, listen, I like to take a big old shit on everybody right up front just to keep it even. Okay. No, I'm kidding. But listen, Nicole, I'm sure she's a sweet girl. I guarantee the reason that her friends were not shocked when when she said or, or were truly shocked or had no expression, they looked like they were uh, being held hostage at gunpoint is because she seems like she has this sort of personality that like does pranks and shit all the time. Like it could be a bit much. And I feel like this they're just like, oh, here's another Nicole brunch prank right that's why he did the one guy did look around he looked actually very shocked and he looked around like it was a prank so maybe you're right she probably she's she's the she's the prankster of the group for sure yeah real spark plug of the group um (laughs) oh mary hates a spark plug oh i hate a spark plug i you know listen i like and and it's funny we're at the beginning of the season where you know we get their you know self picked nickname phrases which I forget what hers was what Kirsten's was other than she's she's very picky she knows what she wants and we keep hearing that from her picky friends about, and family yeah. food very clothes, picky. men very picky yeah very picky and that leads me to say why the fuck are you doing this show. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think that knowing how picky she is and her saying how picky she is to the experts should lead them to understand that she's probably not going to be pleased with who they give her, at least right off the bat. And yeah, of course, we already had um, sort of a comment about was it it was her, right? That talked about maybe not some wanting someone bald. No. Oh, actually, I oh, didn't no. see a comment, but she did say she made a comment to one of her girls um, in the hotel when they were getting ready for the wedding, when they were like, oh, what if he looks like this or what if he looks like that? And she's like, I don't really want a bald guy. I like a little, I don't know, a little bit of hair or something. Right. So this is already here we go with the bald head thing again, which we've already been through with Gil and Mirla, where that was they set that up to be a big thing. And then she said at the wet when they got married, remember, she said, um, oh, if I don't if I do like him, I'll kind of give you this sort of a, a smile. And if I don't, basically, he'll kiss me on the cheek. And then, of course, they show the preview where he kisses her on the cheek. But who knows if it moved to the mouth and they're just playing up drama. We don't know yet. I mean, that uh, I'm already I already want to go back and change my prediction for them just based on the previous for next week. I the the highs and lows and ups and downs of this. I forgot how much I can't take it and how awful it feels, but I can't quit it either. Sarah, it's it's happening. I know. Well, they I, I think that he's very emotional now. He was very emotional 
about his family. We found out that he was in a car accident with his whole family and woke up in a barbed wire fence, he said, wrapped in a fence. He's had some trauma. Um, he's got a great job, it seems. So does she. Yeah. It seems they're both, they both, I mean, she has a master's and a BA. I mean, they both have quite the He's going resume. for his doctorate or getting it. Or, yeah, they're very established. Um you but know, so some we, people, some people podcast about other people's lives and some people live them. That's what that's <laughs> about. And good for them. Good for them. Exactly. Uh, I have a doctorate in married at first sight. And so far it's gotten me nowhere. So let's <laughs> just uh, go ahead and get that out of the way. Um, I got my bachelor's I, in bullshit and that's why I'm here. <laughs> so, yeah, he was, um, he seems very sweet. She does too. It's just when someone sets themselves up to be super picky. Now, Stasha did this last season, right? She was, she said yeah. she's a boss, she's picky, this and that. But then she really threw herself into it. She did. I feel that she, even though she was never really satisfied with the thing. Well, now I guess I'm contradicting myself as I speak, but she was never qu- quite satisfied with things that Nate did and maybe he wasn't doing enough and vice versa. But they always have to set us up with someone who seems like they're going to be really difficult in the process, but then maybe she will end up being fine. It's, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I can't, <sighs> I hope feel. so. Cause I'm already, I'm already, she's already not my favorite one. I'm not going to say I don't oh, like her. Really? I'm not going to say she's a bad, well, and I think it's because listen, you could, I am, you could, I don't know. I can be sold very easily. Okay. Like I'll take anybody's story, sob story, pity. My heart goes out. So when his grandmother showed up to the wedding and then the story about the car accident and then, you know, when he was a kid and all the things, I love him. I love Shaq. He's now. And, and I guess just based, he's also, he's a fucking smooth, sharp MFR, you know, like the way he dresses, the way he carries himself. And I feel like he really is from everything that she claims she wants. So if she doesn't want him, I'm going to be ticked. But I think he she's everything he wants too. I think she's a whole package. So Oh, see, I already know he's going to fall head over heels. I'm not worried about that. She's absolutely everything he wants. I'm worried that she she's not something isn't going to be this perfect little thing she had in her. I see because she's got it too. you. You think she's too set in her ways already that it's not going to end up working out. Gotcha. Because I think they're both. I think they're both wonderful. I could see. Yeah. Well, it was really sad. And we found out that his. Um. That was the last time he saw his grandma on after party. I I know that was a bummer. I mean, I know that was really sad. But how wonderful almost to have it captured like that. You know, I mean, it was such an emotional thing. And yeah, that I'll was- tell you, I'll tell you one thing that that made me, um, for now, a Kirsten fan, um, okay. is that her mom was late. Now they made a whole thing out of it. Her mom being late. Her dad wasn't coming because he wasn't going to take a COVID test. She's already down one parent. Her mom's not there. She's, hey, first of all, nobody ever explained why her mom just never answered the phone. Even on after party when we found out she was just at the hotel and she just runs late. I was like, but yeah. she didn't answer the phone. You guys kept calling her and she didn't answer the phone. There's got to be more right. to the story and you guys are skirting it here. But she did not have a meltdown. She didn't throw a fit. 
She was calm, cool, collected. And I something about that gave me a good a good vibe on her end that maybe she's gonna keep it together. You know, maybe she's good under pressure because I would have been like, where's my fucking mom? Is she dead? Is she, you know, well, I would have been freaking out. So I love I love your take on this because mine is the exact opposite. Mm. I was thinking, is this girl just so worried about fucking up her makeup that she's not going to cry or respond like i would be i would be literally calling hospitals i mean again i'm sure we'll find out through you know whatever editing production that it will maybe it, it wasn't that many times straight to voicemail but if it was like that sort of thing i would be really really upset and I took it like she was just like, well, this is my day. Bitch better get here. That's how I took it. But I think I've already got to be in my bonnet about her. So it sort of changes my, what do you, you know, you think I'm a mean girl, don't you? A little bit. I could see it in your eyes. <laughs> I could see it in your eyes right now. And you know, out of the two of us, I'm the sweet one. So come oh, on. Oh, really? Is no. that true? Yeah. No, uh, no I don't sweet. think you. I don't think you're a mean girl. I think that this show is has given us so many ups and downs and given us people that were like, oh, on board with at the beginning, and then we turn out completely wrong and vice versa. So you just have to throw your opinion out there on the first, just like they all are going to on the person they marry. And then when we're wrong, we always go, well, I was wrong. She's an angel. Or, or I'll say, I was wrong. She's terrible. And you know, that's not, there's no shame in that game. We're just podcasting off of one no, you're no right. shame in that game that's the no new tagline for our podcast yeah um we're just gonna be like a moderate amount of shame in our game you know what i mean with the amount of time that we are or it's gonna be us at the end of the season having her on um a pod and being like we're really sorry about the beginning we were really wrong or it's gonna be us hoping we don't talk to her at the end of the season. Yeah, this is all, we're basing everything off of first impressions and everyone has a different first impression. I, I'm i into her. I think I, I'm, I'm worried about the pickiness for sure. And um, we'll see. I don't know. This is, there's a, I, I just know that she looked great in her dress. She's gorgeous. The the wedding dress shopping. I thought we weren't going to have to see that this season because they we saw a bunch of the stuff that they were already going to wear throughout the matchmaking special and the kickoff. But here we are with the with the wedding dress shopping again. Um, and him taking the kids that he mentors. I really thought that was sweet. I liked oh, that. Loved mm-hmm. them. Yes. When they went when they went to when they got to the tuck shop there was a song it was like pull up to the club like your vip no fight with nobody or something like that i don't know it was i love how you have the most spe- the specificity and then you're like or something like that i don't know it was kind of close something like that i might <laughs> like i, I might have just sort of just taken a little creative uh liberty myself at the end there but it was something close to that and or around Usually the <laughs> lyrics are close and the beat is nowhere near it. So oh, the, I'm, your attempt at the beat is my favorite part <laughs> about this whole thing. And I, I mean, you don't you ever stop giving it your your all with the beat. Thank you. Um, You're welcome, Dominique and McKinley. Uh, yeah, Mac, which I'm gonna probably call him. Yeah, I, I think like they- that. They were calling him that, weren't they? And then Yeah, his his friends and family. So that's why I feel like I was given the green light that I could call him Mac. Yeah, I think you can call him Mac. Um mm-hmm. 
there was a lot of, okay, first of all, her friend, I, I would watch a whole show with her friend who was like, when they were sitting in the pool and she, they were talking about oh. if, if she gets matched, because she had told them she was getting matched. So they probably already, they didn't seem to act like they didn't think that this was coming. Okay. So I right. appreciate it. Which I loved that. So, yes. you know, it was authentic. Yeah. yeah. And she says, um, you know, I'm going to need my designated girl time. And, and they, and they said, she said, well, I have to check with my future hubby. That's how she tells him. Uh, the one girl <laughs> was just like, shut the fuck up. And she, <laughs> she, she was so awesome. Oh, and the other one said something about, they said, are you, is this crazy? I'm marrying a stranger. And they were like, yeah, you've done worse things with a stranger. I was like, I'll watch. Oh. Can I just watch these girls hang out? Can I watch this, this little trio for a few minutes? I, it might get I old, gonna- but I, I think I'm going to enjoy them at the wedding. I think so too. I do. I I loved them again. That shut the fuck up. I mean, that was like that's how I would respond to someone. I felt you felt it like it came from her asshole. It was amazing. But um, also, uh, I love that Dominique is uh, she's the old soul because she's twenty five years old. So you know, yeah. well, she's the old soul, and I like that they they talked about. You know, her mom is a single mom raising her and, and you know, she really her mom's her best friend. I'll tell you, she she wasn't quite the old soul at that bachelor party. <laughs> I saw a little bit of 25 sneaking out there. Did you? Because I was like, holy shit, girl. Yeah. I mean, old soul until she's got a stripper around her talking about her titties with a D. I was like. Oh my God. Yeah. She, uh, yeah, there was so 25 and a few other things were slipping out of that dress at, during the bachelor yeah. party. So I, mm-hmm. um, I, I, you know, I like that she indulged in it. Um, I feel that, it, yeah, at the end, it really did look like, I think maybe it was Jasmine or somebody said that it looks like, basically looked like she was going to give her phone number to that stripper. And I, I felt the same way. I mean, she was just, just chatting him up and talking about her boobs and talking about, and I thought, well, she's, you know, she's having a nice time at this party. Well, and you know, I think too, like the difference between any, you know, whatever I'm crotchety, I'm a lady of a certain age. I'm not 25 anymore, but I knew I wasn't 25 anymore when I was watching the conversation with the stripper and with Dominique and he, literally was refer referencing her tits and or titties directly to her face um and nobody got embarrassed or weird or anything it just seemed mm-hmm. like it was normal conversation i also liked i don't know if you caught it but because i'm a bit of a scumbag and use a vape pen on occasion she's like oh i spilled that down there my vapes down there and that's when he said something like i'd something still suck on it oh i did miss that but yeah um, well I, I I just I was I was fascinated by her sort of I'm going for it talking to the stripper knowing this is going to air and the guy that I marry tomorrow is going to see me now again they're not married she didn't do anything we saw nothing uh, oh yeah she had fun yeah she's had fun but you I, I almost thought she was going to maybe you stick her tongue down his throat or give him her number one or the other but she didn't and no. uh, and so she can she can look over at Mac when they watch this episode back. If they do, I have a friend that I have a feeling they're not going to, um, <laughs> not watch <laughs> it back together anyway. Yeah. yeah. Because so him saying he, he moved from Michigan to find love in Nashville, staying with his family friends. And 
they seemed like great people. I loved his family friends. I loved how mm-hmm. they talked about him. I love how close they seem. Um, but when he said, well, I, <laughs> I moved to stay with them during this adjustment period, but I'm not going to be here much longer. And they're like, why? And basically he was like, because Married at First Sight is going to give me an apartment for six weeks and then we'll see. <laughs> or eight weeks, whatever it is. I, It just seemed I, a little um, odd that he lives with other people and no, sh- I know he just moved and he had to give yeah. up the business that he started out of college because it was cannabis and that's not legal in Nashville. And he's the dreamer and the entrepreneur. Again, we're always like, <laughs> what do you preneur? What do you but, preneur? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm a little concerned about his living situation because it is tough I mean, she's 25, so maybe she won't be as concerned about it. But what's I, I haven't heard, obviously, we're on the first episode, but is the plan afterwards that he can now afford his own place to go somewhere else? Or See, my initial thought after hearing all of this backstory is he absolutely moved to Nashville to do the show. Yeah, that's I mean, that's the I, other concern. I, there, mm-hmm. It's the well, and honestly, it's the most respectful out of the options. If he just moved to Nashville and said, fuck it, moving to Nashville with no plans for anything, and then the show happened to be in Nashville, I'd be more concerned. I think that they are just making it like, because why would he leave a cannabis business and go somewhere where it's not legal? Like that just doesn't make sense. He, I'm hoping he's planning on scooping someone up and taking them back wherever he can grow that sweet, sweet ganj and, <laughs> you know, live the life that he started for himself. I like Wait, him so much. You're right. Cause he did even say I moved to Nashville to find love and so he just yeah. didn't, he didn't say he just didn't say when I saw the casting call for Married at right. First Sight, or when someone who loved me and friends and family in my life that were worried about my behavior after my so- sociopath ex did what she did signed me up for the show. I mean, I just I have to believe that that's why he's there, right? Um, yes. And so maybe that's not a bad thing. Maybe it's that he is to be on the show, but because he actually wants to find someone. Okay. His story Mm -hmm. with his ex, I was so confused. Now he came on after party, discussed it a little more, basically said what that she, that some, while they were together, some guy texted her, him and said, Hey, I'm, I'm with your ex, with your girlfriend, I'm dating your girlfriend. And then she said, sorry. And then they hooked up. And then the next day she's like, oh, not sorry. Cause now I'm engaged to that guy. Is that? Yeah, it was something, it was close to that. I mean, he, I got, he added a little more info to it on after party. Cause at first it was just like, oh yeah, he was with this girl for a year, year and a half. And then gets a picture of her with an engagement ring on like, whoopsie. Like she right, but tripped that's- into it. But that's what he said on After Party is what I just said. No. Yeah. Yeah. But then what he added on After Party that I didn't pick up in the episode was that he'd been dating her and they were spending the night. They were in bed together when somebody texted him and was like, hey, I'm with your girl. And then he's like, I rolled over and asked her, like, is this true? And she's like, sorry, it is exactly what you just said. But I didn't know if it was the same guy that texted him that she was engaged to the next day. I don't know. Got it. Got it. Yeah, it it was. I think it. I assume it was. But um, or she had a whole line of them. I don't know. But it was. Uh, uh, it was a bit of a 
jarring story to, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. just for someone just to go, no, I'm so sorry. I won't do that again. And he even said on after party. And then we were together that night. Like we hooked up that night. And then the next day she texted me a photo of her with her ring. So it, well, somebody it, got a real prize, you know, <laughs> yeah. Jesus, there's some holes in there's either some holes in that story or there's holes in my recollection of it, but I think it's both. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so I don't know about those two. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I got nothing. I, I like him. I think he's sweet. I think he opened. I think he's a little, um, he feels a little emotionally immature, maybe. Yes. In, in, you know, if he's going to go along with that story <laughs> that he, we just told two different versions of, like, I think he seems a little um, just immature and... I don't well somebody posted on in the podcast group are you my podcasters that he feels like he would have been better matched with the salon owner and I agree a whole bunch yeah I mean I'm not sure yet because I they kept saying she's an old soul she said she's an old soul but like you said between the bachelorette party which hey I don't I mean I you should be able to have a nice time and talk about your boobs at any age. I don't care about that. But between that and her friend sort of in the girl time and the way they were talking at the, that felt, it all felt very her age to me. It didn't feel old soul to me. Right. Um, And I'm all for girl time, by the way, I'm having, you know, I, I do that constantly with my girlfriends too. Um, But it just, just sort of the, the way the conversations were had didn't nothing. I, I haven't gotten the old soul aspect from her yet. Um, so with their age gap, but I mean, it's not that big of an age gap, is it? No. And little disclaimer, I'll talk about my boobs, my gorgeous rack, my, uh, meaty dancers as, as we like to refer to them in this household all day long, but it was the word titties that I can't do. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, right? I, I am Look. fair with, I am on board with that. I, there's certain words I can't do. And that happens to be one of them. And if I say that word, it's usually because I'm either uh, in the middle of some kind of breakdown or I'm just quoting <laughs> someone else. Uh, and I have to say it with a, with two D's instead of two T's. Anyway, <laughs> Nicole and Chris. Yeah. Um, she, okay. As you said, she seems like a lot. I don't know why mm-hmm. they chose some EDM song to play to her where it was like, why you got to be such a basic bitch? And then she said, <laughs> oh. she's a bitch with too big of a heart who's, who serves sass and oh. um, because she's FBI, full-blooded Italian, or maybe her mom is, whatever. But if I, if I can already tell you right now, if I have to hear the FBI joke this entire mm-hmm. season, I'm not going to make it. No, 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 no. I I think if I have to hear her voice, listen, I'm sure she's very nice again, but the, you just listed a few reasons of why I would choose to sit at another table at a social <laughs> gathering. Okay. I, the most endearing thing about her for me is the love for her dog. I think that's a lot of fun. I love that, that she loves her dog. They do little puppety things together. She did say also at one point, she was like, oh, this, you know, she's got this big heart. And she's like, just so much love in this little petite body. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to keep my con- everything. Just she's a lot. OK, she's and- a lot. I think it's nice that you like the puppet thing. I 
I had a, a reaction to the piggy puppet oh. thing with, for the dog. Uh, listen, I'm an oh. animal lover. I just got a new cat in my house uh, two weeks ago. I got to, to join my Cindy. other one. Swiss Cindy Lou Who. And I am a big animal fan, advocate, all the things you can be. I don't know if I'm an advocate, but I like to, I hope to be more than I am. Um, but I would advocate for this dog to have, to be able to, to ask her to stop watching those piggy puppet shows because oh. when she said <laughs> that the dog, she does a piggy puppet show with the dog with the little finger puppets. And then when, when it, it, the one that he resonates with the piggy puppet that he resonates with that day. Um, when he t- takes that from her hand, that's the one they play with. And I'm like, he's taking it out of your hand. Cause he wants you to stop. Cause he thinks he it's wants stupid. you to shut up. Yeah. yeah he's, he he's like done it. with the puppet time. <laughs> yeah. He just wants to <laughs> run around a park and chew on a bone. He doesn't want a puppet show. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine like how, uh, I mean, so many thoughts. One other thing she reminded me, when her voice was either a little shrill or louder at one point, if I closed my eyes, she sounded very, very much like Bethany Frankel to me. And that could be like the New York Queens thing, you know, yeah, like an accent a little bit, but just the tone tonally, whatever octave she was at, it sounded so much like her. And then when it just kind of blows my mind how she's like, She's in Nashville, and I don't know why did she move to Nashville, but she talks about how meeting someone in Nashville might be difficult. And I do understand there's a lot of transient, you know, a lot of people move there, but like she just feels like a lot. She feels like a lot for the area. She feels a lot for me in my apartment in Philadelphia. I just, (laughs) I don't, I'm not feeling it right now. No, she feels like she definitely um, seems like she might be. Just one that it, it, it a tough hang, I like to say. Just a tough yeah. hang, right? Yeah, yeah tough not hang. for everybody. Yeah. Not um, right, but right. very not sweet. a bad egg. No, no, no. Right. Very sweet, yeah. well-meaning, and that's why yes. I, I don't necessarily know yet that they have made a mistake with this match because he seems like a sweet guy. He seems a little. Um, he basically was was hands off everything. I'm you know, once I found out about this, I got rid of my apps. Whereas Eris, uh oh, red alert, uh, said mm. that he just put his on snooze. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think that was right, right? And yeah, yeah. And um, Chris said that he didn't have he hasn't had sex for a year. He didn't call any girls while he was applying, even though he had some phone numbers. Um, so he seems like a great guy. And she's, I think she was basically saying the same thing sex-wise. She's like, I'm not, I wasn't going to go find a tourist or something. Right. Like, right. That right. was her. Yeah. So we're still getting to know these people. So every once in a while I mix up what some one person said with someone else. And also it's because, yeah, she did. She said, I, she, I looked at my notes um, just to fact check myself. And so she Thank was you. kind of, I think hadn't had it for a while either. So even if she was there to date, she wasn't out and about just, meeting people and I don't know. Landing I, I, on D's. Yeah. So I, I feel that there was something about the fact that he said that he's the comedic relief, which always gives me a little bit of a spine tingle. You know, it always makes me a little, puts up a, a, puts up a flag. Yeah. Are you the comedic relief or do, do people just sit through your bad impressions? Cause you're a nice guy. Right. So that's the, sometimes you're never I mean, sure. We'll find out which one it is. But 
that's why I thought, well, if they're both kind of the goofy sort of, I mean, he's definitely not as outgoing as her, but maybe he will be. Um, and I do think she's going to appreciate his chivalry, talking about how he's a big dog guy. Um, I don't know. Sarah, I, I, honestly, I, you're, you're, you're making sense to me. And I actually felt similarly. I think, I actually think they're probably the best matched ones so far. I mean, honestly, because she, she's too much. He's not enough. I didn't see enough salt or pepper with him. She's a little over seasoned. I think together <laughs> they might be sort of perfect. You know what I mean? And, and they seem, I mean, he did come off a little bit like, you know, like he'd be like a snitch, you know, like he'd be with his friends and one they would hit a baseball and break the neighbor's window and he would point at his friend when the neighbor walked out. Like he seemed a little bit like that. Like what? Well, I have my apps. I don't mom, mom, Okay, we get it. But um, right. That's yeah. that's uh, that's true. So but no, I, I kind of like them for each other. I think that I mean, if he does Arnold impersonation one more time. Is that what it was? Like Schwarzenegger? And I was just like, I mean, I've already seen it twice. Was one in the previews for next week? Or is he going to do it in front of her? I mean, he's going to do it. (sighs) And then she's going to tell her FBI joke. And then I'm going to pick up my television, throw it out the front door, lock myself in my house and call my call Hulu live and say it's over with us for us. I'm going to grab my piggy puppets and just <laughs> just hit my face until I brown out and someone comes and finds me just laying on the sidewalk. I I don't know. You're right though. It, sometimes two wrongs do make I'm not calling them wrong. I'm just having a little fun you guys, but yeah, they're just he seems like he's going to just lap up the bullshit she says and then vice versa. I mean, and again, I have to remember too. It they're like auditioning for the world. They're probably a little weird and nervous and like whatever. I get it. But they're probably very nice and they're yeah. gonna, you know. No, I know cool. what you mean. It's it's listen, everyone can come off as a lot at the beginning of this and then sometimes they stay a lot and sometimes we're like, "Oh, I like that person." It's all yeah. first impressions. But Eris was kind of making fun of him saying, "Oh, you know, tell his girlfriend, tell his wife he's already in love because he seems to actually be invested in the process. Whereas Eris, who I think I liked our last episode and things have turned a little bit on that um, Mm. as far as not liked or disliked, but as far as what I think he's there for. Uh, I mean, he's like, yeah, I put my app on snooze and what's this guy already thinking about making it work. I'm like, wait, you're supposed to come on. Yeah. I mean that we can go right into him. Yeah. Cause Jasmine and Eris, he he did. He felt a little bit like a shit stir talking yes. shit about Chris, kind of like I just was. But <laughs> he he, I, I when he told his friends and family, and they all burst out laughing like it it was like my cheeks were clenched. I felt sort of weird for him. Did you? Yes, because they have. They're clear that he's not ready. So the fact that they know his cousin, Felina, was that her name? Yeah, Felina. Put put her on the season because she was just, she said, you lack experience in relationships. You've never shared a space with anybody. You've never been with anyone long term. It's too extreme to now 
get married. I mean, okay, maybe sometimes people traditionally don't believe in living together before marriage. You know my take on that. I say you better do it because then you're going to find out whether or not you like the person real fast. But fine if you don't want to. There's really, you know, there's very valid reasons people believe in not doing that. That's fine. But he hasn't even had a girlfriend. He said something about an ex that ghosted him and that he was bitter for a decade about it. I mean, I don't, how's he going to, how's he going to do when she picks up the wrong thing at the grocery store? I don't know. I just, this guy is not ready. He's not ready. He's not, he's not Sarah. And it, it almost reminded me, not of me. Everything comes back to me. All roads lead back to me that he, so he said he had his heart broken at 28, which again, somebody, you know, dumped him, whatever. But then he spent like the better part of his 30s single, but I'm sure he's hooking up left and right. And I'm not saying that that's what I did in my 30s, but I didn't have like from almost like 25 to 34, I didn't have any real serious relationships. It was just a lot of like sort of friends with benefits scenarios, whatever, nothing. So I feel like that's where he's coming from. He's he He has... I doubt he's ever brought someone home for the holidays. You know what I mean? Like, I, I that's what it feels like to me. I have to and look up his p- age really quick. Do you remember how old he is? Is he, I thought he was like 39 or 40 or 41. Oh. So I no. think he was, Wait. I think he, he was um, one of the older ones. I'm trying to think like, because he's with Eris and Jasmine. Jasmine's 32. I feel like he was. Okay. Well, we won't pause the uh, podcast to find out, but I'm, I can't remember because him saying that he was um, bitter for the better part of a decade after a breakup of 28 made me think the same thing, but I just didn't think. I'm, I actually remember in my little pea brain, I might be wrong, but seeing when they showed his age, I'm like, Oh, okay. 40. I think he is 40 or 39. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's an age that you can be ready for. I mean, any age you can be ready for marriage. It's really not about that. It's about the experience. And that's why his his cousin uh, saying that, and she probably knows him better than anyone, right? It seemed like because he basically, even on after party, um, he talked about it and he 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 was like, She knows me really well, but I think also protective. And look, she could also be looking at it from an end of I'm I think she's looking at it from an end from I'm worried for you, but she basically she said to camera, he needs to he needs to get out now. Yeah. Yeah. Like walk away. And then the previews for next week, isn't she right with him right before he's about to walk down the aisle? And it sounds like he's he's like, Oh shit, you know, this yeah. she might be onto something. It's just I just think that as she said it perfectly, it's a it's a big it's an extreme to go from that to all of a sudden now I'm going to get married to someone I don't even know. Um, Now, her family had the best reaction. They were hilarious. They were yes. uh, there. I would like to hang out with them all the time. Um, And I don't now she says she she coaches cheer six days a week, competitive cheer, and that she is constantly working. She said all her relationships have been like four or five years, but when marriage came up, nobody stepped up. So I love how her family was like, yeah, you need to screw these guys that haven't stepped up in the past. And, um, 
But I'm just worried about the stepping up part because if she's with someone with zero experience in relationship and all she has is experience in relationship, she's going to be frustrated with him kind of quickly, I think. That's I think my take. So That's too. my opinion. Yeah. Well, and I don't I don't see how you and I, I mean, obviously, again, we have our many degrees in married at first sight, but it's like, how can you and I watch a couple episodes on Eris and be like, you know what? He's not ready. I this is where I hate to do it, but I have to trust the experts. I have to believe that Cal sat him down and was like, and really got to the core of why he's doing this, what he's doing it for. They've been burned in the past. I mean, this Jasmine is so sweet and kind that if they if they were like willy nilly with just you know what, okay, this guy signed up and blah 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 i'm gonna be really pissed i I I just like threatening empty threats into (laughs) the world about the experts yeah no i know what you mean and i and i believe that too he obviously saw something when he sat down it's just that well his cousin who's known him his whole life (laughs) has a very opposite uh take so um I do want to hang out with Jasmine's Auntie Pat. She sounds like she's fun. I think they made it sound like she was a a hit at the wedding, which I can't wait to see. And and, uh, it just I'll probably see a little bit of myself in Auntie Pat. That's all I got to (laughs) say. I was going to say when um, when Jasmine said, yeah, well, on the wedding day, it was also her birthday and she's usually drunk. I want to be like, am I Aunt Pat? Wait a second. I think I might be. That's who I might be in people's lives, too. But I cannot wait. We're just going to start calling each other Auntie Pat. Um, yes. I, and then also the thing about him having sex right before he found out that he wasn't, that he was matched. Now, fair enough, even even Keisha's husband said on After Party, like, I get it. You don't really know. And so you're not going to turn something down. You don't even know if you're going to get matched. Okay. I mean, I don't, I don't think just because you apply for a show, that means you should stop your dating life. Because as we saw, there's plenty of people who get turned down for the show and don't get a match. So I think that's okay. Um, He said he told her to his, her face and they hadn't been hanging out too long, but I do think if you are dating someone, I'm curious your opinion. If you're dating someone, should you tell them that you applied for a a show to get married at first sight though? Because they were hanging out for a little bit, a few weeks, it sounded like he said, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, you should tell him. Yeah, you should tell so that, you should. That was- you should also say, "Why don't you try out too? See if we get matched up." That's what I would say. <laughs> right? That that would be like the best way to know you. I mean, do you know how many years you could save of bullshit? Just be like, let's both try out for the show, and see. We'll see. You know, leave it all on the field. See where how the cards fall. Is that see cards if- fall? I don't know. Sure. Um. We don't ever have to use the right phrases. That's it's as God. Someone else is screaming what it is, and uh, we don't care. We, <laughs> we don't give a shit. <laughs> but agreed, that's actually a great way to do it. It's basically like eHarmony Live. I am yeah. laying out all my wants and needs to experts, and if they match us together, great. If not, see you later. Nice yeah. hookup. Yeah. Right. Right. And I think that'd be anyway. Maybe that's a new show. It might be, and maybe we're going to start it. Nobody steal that idea. Don't uh, steal it. Yeah. Could we? Could we discuss Gina and Clint really quickly? Because I got some real, I got some real vibes from him this episode. Real bones I, to pick. Yeah, I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Now, yes, 
She's yes. great. She's spontaneous styling and slaying, which I never want to hear again. Um, oh, she is into spontaneity, which I like. Um, I'm sick of watching workout montages. I can tell you that. I love her dog, mm-hmm. Hank. I love a dog with the name mm-hmm. Hank. It's great. Me too. Um, I think she's got her shit together. I think it's great that she's building a brick and mortar salon. She's been told she's intimidating because she's a business owner. I could see that. That happens all the time to women. Got it. All this. She, this guy, they think because he's a professional life liver and adventure at heart and competitive sailor that's been in his family for years, they think because of that, these two are going to be a match, even though he only flies planes because he likes Top Gun. So he's 12. So <laughs> it, I, it, I, I don't know what, ha- I had a different take on him in the matchmaking special. First of all, I'll tell you what it was um, that basically made my back go real far up was Clint telling, asking all the people at the, bachelor parties first of all the woo when the girls walked in i just didn't i didn't oh. like and like the way it came out now listen we got bad vibes from nate at last year's bachelor party and we turned out totally wrong so doesn't matter True. but when he asked everyone if they are ready to settle down with one vagina oh now sarah like it's detached do you know what i mean <laughs> it's yeah like everybody how- comes with a pocket pee <laughs> it's you say, I understand saying, gosh, it's weird to think about having sex with one person for the rest of your life because I've kind of had an active sex life. That's a that's kind of a normal conversation, I think, normal thought to have. I get mm-hmm. it. And but when he threw out, are you guys all ready to settle down with one vagina? I I I I almost punched a wall. <laughs> I could see your aversion to that. I I it did bother me. He bothers me. He also doesn't seem like he's um I how do like he's like here he is this Don Juan, if you will, because it was even brought up later on after party that maybe nobody knows if he, you know, had sex the night of his bachelor party. Kept his dick in his pants the night of the bachelor party. But um, I don't he doesn't come off like some guy who gets a lot of tail to me. Like he seems like I, first of all, I can't place his accent. I mean, I'm from Western New York. It sounds like it's a mix of Fargo and Nashville. I have no idea. But at one point, he's just like, I've only got one speed and it's full throttle me. And I was just like, what the fuck is uh, is happening? He's me all the time. Like, I can't cage I, the tiger, bro. Oh, like, honestly, check, please get me out of this. I, I. I poor Gina. I, I'm already. I'm already. I mean that in the story of how he probably got his, his something on his D the night of the uh, bachelor party. I'm already looking out for her and mad and all of the things. So and, and also, I, did, nobody seemed to really have much of a reaction to that. First of all, Mac. Mac just kind of blew threw it under the bus. He had that weird conversation where he was like, "Oh." We, uh, a friend of mine and I and a couple girls hung out after the bachelor party. Um, and Keisha was like, Whoa, whoa, what? And then he's, and he was getting red and he goes, No, not like that. We all had our own rooms. It wasn't girls from the, I, that was hard to follow already. So there's already, yeah, 
Yeah. But then he basically turned around and was like, well, I didn't do anything, but Clint said he might have. And then that was it. It just, well, I was like, yeah. why? I mean, I guess Clint wasn't there to ask. So I guess. Well, Eris sort of agreed too. there. Right. Wasn't that. And then, and then yeah. at one point, um, uh, Mac was kind of like, yeah, Eris, tell, tell him what you said too. You agree with me, you know, cause they, neither one of them wanted to be, you know, a rat. I know they started right. saying like, love you, Clint. Guy, yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I just, um, yeah, I don't, it, it could all be him trying to play up some sort of image or him just thinking like, that's a funny sense of humor to have on TV or it, we'll see. But I was, um, I was alarmed by a couple. Yeah. I, I was too, Sarah. And you know, anybody, I mean, he feels like he came out of the movie wedding crashers. He's seeking a first mate. You know what I mean? Like he seemed like the one, uh, the Bradley Cooper character and, but with a lot more hair, it just, I don't know. I'm not feeling him. I'll, I already forgot what my predictions were, but I have a feeling that I really liked them last I know. week. I think I, I, don't- I think we might have. I forget too, but I'm gonna um well we don't get to go back and look at our predictions no. until halfway through the season. Yeah. Um that's a rule that we've imposed on ourselves and yeah, that we might break at some point. But mm-hmm. for now, um well, I, I can talk more about about yeah. uh, these Me people. Too. Um for sure. So we're going to go over to Patreon and keep going. If you'd like to join us there, please do. You get Thursday bonus content as well as Sunday full episodes. They're not about Married at First Sight, just a fun, fun episode. So it's two episodes a week over there um, on Patreon that you get constantly. And we have a lot to keep saying. And if not, then we'll see you here next Thursday because obviously we almost talked about this already for an hour. So we got we got uh, a lot of wind in our sails. Don't you worry. Just like Yeah, Clint. we do. Just like, yeah, a lot of hot air. Anyway, love you, Kuda. Bye. Bye. Are you my podcast? 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 podcast?